Hi there, this is John Frenet, and welcome to an encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. These are best done in person, and with the current state of emergency restrictions, that's just not possible. So we will be re-releasing our past episodes every Saturday at noon until this pandemic is in our collective rearview mirror. Until then, enjoy this encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. Some businesses succeed. Some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Ion Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories. Those business owners that have been around for decades. Learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. I am here in a store that I have absolutely never been. Uh, I may not ever be again, but it's, uh, I am here at Alamo Intimates, which is in the town center in Annapolis with Patty Platt and Rebecca Ulrich Dodson. How are you guys? Oh, we're great. great. Thank, Thank you. you. And you guys are the owners, founders, and chief cooks and bottle washers of Alamo, right? We are. Yes. yes. Huh? We're half of it. We have a couple <laughs> other partners, but we're half. Well, that's good. Now, the working half. <laughs> <laughs> So they're, they're the ones that cash the check. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Alamo has been around for an awful long time. This is part of our legacy business series. And it's one of those businesses that's not really been on my radar because I'm a man and you're selling mm -hmm. ladies intimate. Intimates. And, but you, you've always been around, it seems, as far as things. And that's what we're looking to do is to talk to these businesses and find out you know, what they're all about, how they got here, and, and where they're going. So I guess the, the biggest question is when and where and how did Alamode start? <laughs> Whose idea was it? Was it one of your two ideas? Yeah. So it was, it was mine. And um, I was actually getting ready to retire from my other life. And um, I had was having drinks with my best friend. And I asked her if she'd love to go into business with me. And uh, after a couple glasses of wine, we decided we were going to, we were going to go into business together. And then we had to decide what we wanted to, what we wanted to do, where we wanted to go. So I had, um, someone had told me once you should look for a business that, that there's either a need for, that people are um, they can't find somewhere else or that you're excited or passionate about. So I actually really love lingerie. I love, but I could never find something that was pretty or comfortable. And I kept thinking it can't be that difficult. It just can't be that hard to find something that's comfortable and actually looks nice and is pretty, makes me feel good. So though my partner wanted to us to sell kayaks. So it was between lingerie or kayaks it's an easy jump yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> same diff <laughs> you can tell she's a sailor of the uh, of the crew so um so uh i won and um we decided to open lingerie shop now did you have a background in retail prior to this you said you no i had none most businesses that <sighs> see a lot of success are started by people that will challenge the norm of of a of any type of a business. Uh, I've often heard said when you want to get to the, the real root of something, you ask why five times. It's like a fifth grade kid. Uh, why, why, why? Yes. And you know, why do we have to do it this way? And and I'm sure as you came through from a non-retail you know background that you had a lot of people telling me, telling you that you were doing it wrong or it would never work. Oh, absolutely. And um, 
In fact, the old, if I could take back the first five years, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> and redo things, oh, the things I've learned. But I don't know, make, maybe it makes you stronger um, at the same time. But when you're really passionate also about something and you really want to do it, that's a, that's a big plus. Without a doubt. That's, yeah. I mean, passion is, is the key in, in anything. And I, I've told my kids as they get older, it's, you know, if, if you do what you want to do and do what you enjoy doing because if you're stuck doing something that you really dislike, I mean, if you get up in the morning and you're dragging your butt out of bed, oh, going, I know. oh God, I got to go to work. Uh, I mean, there are those days for everybody. Well, <laughs> and, and exactly. You have to love what you're doing. You've got to want to come in every day. And that's here. It's just, I love the our customers, our, the people that come in. It's just, it's fun. It's exciting. I love when you make them smile and they say, this has been an incredible experience. And that's really what we've done and, and built Alamode around. It's really, um, you know, besides the business end because still as a small business owner you've got to remember this is a business and that's what's that's the tough part sometimes when when you said if you do you have a a retail experience that's the hardest for small business i think you've got a a proof an internet proof business but i think Mm -hmm. you know certainly with the intimates and lingerie Mm -hmm. uh, it is much more of a tactile product than the printer that's sitting on the desk here or something like that where we can sit there and, and just just replace it there now rebecca were you here from the get-go no i joined the team uh shortly out of college also sans retail experience okay. but i found uh, a, a lot of passion a lot of room for growth something that was uh underserved and not well understood i like puzzles i like figuring things out and just like Patty had that feeling of there's something wrong here. There's got to be a better way to do this. The outside experiences that most women have at bra stores or bra shopping are are not up to par. They're they're not enough. If you want if you want a fun um, if you if you want a fun discussion, just say to a woman, um, just ask her if uh, how her bra is, or just talk about bra shopping, and they just you know you'll you'll all of a sudden it's fifteen twenty minutes later. (laughs) But you know, yeah, usually men are the ones that hear it though, which is funny because we actually have a lot of men that come in because. Their wife, they hear them complaining all the time. And I say to women, see, they want to help you fix your problem. They know that, you know, that you're in pain or you're uncomfortable. And they, they found a solution for you. And it's all about it. But you guys were not here all the time because uh, Town Center has not been here all the time. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary right now in mm-hmm. 2019. But where did you get your start? Where did you first open up shop, hang your shingle? So when my partner Sharon and I first um, decided to to um, open, we were actually sitting at 49, 49 West okay. on West Street. Great as, little cafe. As we were sitting there having a glass of wine, we looked across the street, and there was a sign in a little um, storefront. And we looked at each other and went, oh, my goodness, there's our shop. There's a sign. There's a sign, <laughs> yeah. So... That's what we did. We opened on West Street. And so this was right across from 49 West? Was this mm-hmm. the, um, I guess it's the paint, uh, the wine and paint store now. Now, yeah. It used to be yeah. a toy store. And, uh, I, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was before the toy store. But Once upon a time, it was a shoe store. Okay. Yeah, I think in the... Um, so you were, you were on West Street for how long? We were there for seven years. We opened in 2003, so we were there till 2010. And then... Uh, and we... So you weathered the recession. Yeah, that, it, yeah, it was. Um, unfortunately, I just loved being on West Street and the downtown area. It's just 
the retailers there, we, we had an um, association we had all put together. It was like family. It was really nice. A lot of small businesses. And, um, but unfortunately, yeah, the recession hit. So we knew we had to start looking somewhere else. But what we found, when we had opened on West Street, it was just going to be a tiny little intimate shop. I think we had, what, maybe we opened with, we sold 30 sizes of bras. Bras come in band sizes and cup sizes. And we did the usual what you could find in the department store because, again, I was still learning also. And then we found people kept coming. Women kept coming to us, and they they were uh, looking for different sizes. And we found each year we were adding maybe 10 or 15 sizes a year. So we also realized we were outgrowing our space and that women were actually coming to us. A lot of referrals and so we were growing in, instead of uh, an intimate shop, we were becoming specializing in bra fitting. That's what we specialize in. So we, when we found the space here, we grew, what, maybe three times the size. A little more than double. Definitely got a lot more space and a lot more parking. Oh, yeah. The parking, <laughs> is, parking. Oh, yeah, parking is so good. Well, but was, I mean, you had the garage behind the store, but that's still, again, it's... Uh, and quite honestly, when the, when the session is in... Yeah. Zero spots left. They take yeah, a lot of the parking. True, true. It's yeah, hard for me to. Uh, yeah. Not in any battle with the uh, yeah. tourists during the summer. So I, I, I get that. So we were able, we had two dressing rooms and um, downtown. And here we were able to, we've got five dressing rooms now, which oh. is really nice. So that's really, uh, really expanded. Yeah. Now, let's talk about, about your product. You said you specialize in bra fitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, does somebody come in and buy a is, are you mm-hmm. customizing bronze or no. ordering? You want to take that one? Sure. Um, so <laughs> See, this, is, this, is, this is all foreign to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bras, bras are incredibly complicated, yeah. and um, sometimes it's hard to explain all the intricacies that go into it. A bra size is not enough information to tell you if it's going to fit and how it's going to feel. Imagine wearing shoes that don't fit for half your life, sure. and then finally going to a place that has every size and style and shape of shoe that you've ever seen. So I, I do like to use the shoe analogy for guys because... I think maybe it's relevant. To me, that makes sense. I mean, you, know, you wear a ten and a half shoe, but then you never realize that they offer them in wide and double exactly. wide. Right, and yeah. it's way more complicated than even that because then you've got heights and shapes and strap lengths and positions and um, band tension and all these other things. So we carry a lot of different brands, a lot of different styles, a lot of different sizes. We're up to about 180 different bra size combinations wow. over about. 20 different brands and we work really hard with our staff to make sure that they understand what each and every one of those features, sizes, brands, what they're about, who they're for, and how they're going to help a woman feel comfortable. So and this, I just this is for a woman that maybe say is is very broad shouldered and it's for really, any it's for any woman as, as opposed to somebody that may be very narrow shouldered or you know a high you know high high chest or and that's, waist and all that that all comes into play I guess all of those things and so much more um, there is no such thing as the average woman right mm-hmm. and so bra sizes it took me fifty three years mm-hmm. to figure well, <laughs> and, and you know what's interesting a lot of people think that they only need to come here if they're they can't find something in a department store or they think they always come in and they think that they're a difficult fit or they're they're not they're everyone's the same it's just when you go to a department store they're just going to have 
they've got to work on turn and, and a certain amount. Sure. They can't carry 180 sizes, quite honestly. They can't. Their staff also can't be trained as my staff does. My staff here it has to be certified in every brand and every um, category that they're selling. I want a customer, when she comes in, that that person that's helping them, because it's really in it's individual service, really personal attention, that they're really helping that person find what fits and then what she likes. So we're not just saying, you've got to buy this. This is what fits. But it's also giving her the choice. But to realize there's a choice out there and there's a size that fits her. She's not different. She's not unusual. And it's well, great. The store is trained to, for cashiering yes, is what they exactly. are. And I, and I get the. I used to, way back when I used to work retail, and I mean, I get the buyers are looking to say, okay, I'm going to buy a thousand bras. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. That's that's where their prices yes. priced accordingly, and everything else as opposed to, uh, like you said, eighty. You said eighty different brands, hundred eighty different sizes, mm-hmm. over about forty, 40 bra brands, mm-hmm. forty brands. We actually um, we go to we have there's trade shows specifically for um, intimates. Rebecca and I travel. We go to New York, but there's some in um, in Vegas, you know, different places that they'll go. We go twice a year. That's when we do our buying. We meet with vendors. We talk. Um, we know exactly what we're looking for, what our customers are looking for. We're out there actually searching. Vendors will tell us what they've changed. I mean, we, we get into fabrics and in laces and what, what's new, which is amazing. In fabric now, the there's moisture wicking. There's... There's fabrics that that actually take shape. There's um, spacer foam, spacer which is a really new technology in the bra world that mm-hmm. is both foam but breathable. You know, if we could go to NASA and, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and build a bra, and some of the technology from NASA has floated down. There's memory mm-hmm. foam in some of the bras. Mm-hmm. Um, there's cooling technologies, as she mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding a way to take all of those technological advances and finding the customer who needs those or who's going to appreciate that benefit in her life um, so that every day when she gets stressed, she feels great. That's that's the thing is to realize that um, yeah, the lace doesn't have to be scratchy. The wire, so many women come in and go, I can't wear an underwire. And the reason is they're just wearing the wrong shape. If you're wearing a wire that's a, you know, that's, poking in the places it shouldn't be poking because it's the wrong size. Remember, you're in this item of clothing, this one little item for 10, 12, 14 hours a day, every day. In fact, when people come home, you take shoes off, maybe changes, but you don't take that item. I mean, that item stays on for a long time and it's supposed to also move with you and it's supposed to. So it's really important. It's not just a little it's not a little teeny piece of fabric. <laughs> it's got one's got a big job. It's meant to defy gravity. <laughs> yeah. well, and yet you're not supposed to know it's there. Who mm-hmm. determines, I mean, okay, you look at fashion, uh, just in, in general. Who determines the intimate mm-hmm. uh, styles, if you will, that come there? Is that is that driven by the retail end and you guys and what your customers are wanting and seeing? Or is this more of... Like you know, some manufacturers saying, hey, this is what we think is going to be in or a combination. I would say it's actually completely the opposite. Um, and what we work for very strongly is to understand what our customers want, to reflect the cultural values, the aesthetic values that they're requesting, that they're pushing, that they're looking for. Now, it's a community effort, you know, there magazines and media and all these things, but it's all a conversation back and forth between what is fashion, what is function, and what is 
currently appreciated as those things. It's interesting, um, but the vendors do come back to us. They're actually excellent. Some of these vendors and brands we work on, they really they do an incredible job, especially those that have their kind of sort of a mom and pop shop themselves, right. which, which we really love dealing with. But um, they do ask us what's out there. And each year there's something a little bit different. Maybe bralettes are in. There's a certain, maybe there's more comfort. People are looking for uh, more leisure wear. Maybe people are looking for um, more strapless. You know, there's different things. And so they do come back. And it takes, though, each manufacturer a long time, usually more than a year, as they're developing because they've got to go through design and, you know, and then they go and back testing. And forth and yeah. testing. So it's um, usually takes a while. There's a, a, a sort of a, an ongoing dialogue between our customers and us, us and the manufacturers, the manufacturers and the suppliers and the materials and so and forth. Back and forth there. Yeah. Would you say your ideal customer is any woman that has come home at the end of the night, day's work and said, oh my God, this bra hurts? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, that, Absolutely. and, it, and you could be any size. And that's what, yeah. you know, we have, we have people in here, is it like they could be in their 70s and have never had a bra fitting and they go, Oh my, why, why haven't I done this before? It's so nice. We've gotten hugs. We've gotten tears. We've gotten, <laughs> um, this is the best experience. I, you know, we get a lot of referrals just for that reason. It sounds like the business is built off of referrals. And, yes. And, and you had mentioned a lot of uh, hugs and tears, but you mm-hmm. guys are not just about uh, making the cash registers ring, no. about, uh, you know, getting the product out the door, which is, uh, I mean, I could, I could tell as I was walking in, you had somebody working with somebody to, you know, obviously find the product. But yes. you guys are really looking out, out for women. You've got a bra recycling program, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. Yeah, so um, twice a year, we incentivize our clients to clean out their drawers and get rid of anything that they're not wearing, that they're not loving, or that's just worn out. Bras don't last forever. Um, So during the month of January and the month of October, they can bring in their bra and get $5 off a replacement. And it doesn't even have to be a bra purchased from us. Um, Bras that still have life. We get a lot of things that, you know, she wore it once, threw it in the drawer because she hated it. Right. Not that she got it from us. I was going to say. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> right. Or, or things that still have tags on that just don't do the job for her. Um, we work with local organizations to rehome those bras with life left in them for women who need them and maybe don't have a lot to start with. Um, we've worked with the Lighthouse Shelter, with the Chrysalis House, um, and several others over the years. And then the other big component to that is fabric recycling. Um, so a lot of the bras are just worn out, but the materials in them don't need to end up in a landfill. They can be uh, sorted out, separated, and recycled back into the manufacturing process. Oh, really? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the wires. Mm-hmm. I'll take the underwires. Who, who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Now, so you, you'd mentioned the lighthouse and the chrysalis and, and whatnot. I mean, are you recycling these or uh, rehoming them in uh, all local places, or is, there, is this a national thing, or is this just something that you guys have done here? We've we've worked locally. Um, although I will say, depending on the needs, I know we uh, shipped a, a big box of bras down to Puerto Rico after the hurricane, mm-hmm. um, and. Another small shop like us in Puerto Rico worked with women there so that they could get um, new bras after what they had was washed away. So, you know, we we pay attention to what's going on in the world. We start local. And if there's a greater need, we do our best to contribute. Giving back to the community. I like it. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad deal. Um, Let's talk about your awards. 
Who wants to brag? Come on, <laughs> drop it on me because I know I, I know, know I've seen enough. I've seen enough articles where it, you know, I don't know whether it's Fashion Week or <laughs> where you've uh, been. We're so blessed to. Um, you know, to to have people that do recognize us and and give us out of girls, I guess, and and it is nice. Um, yes, we we have been acknowledged uh, locally. In fact, recently, recently we in received capital news. It, yes, we received the Capitals Reader's Choice, mm-hmm. um, but we also just received a rather prestigious um, national award um, from the Best of Intima, which recognizes they have departments around the world. um, And I guess you would say ours was actually the North America category. So that includes Canada, Mexico, etc. As one as the top European flair boutique. Mm -hmm. Um, So just honored within our industry. We actually got to go to New York and um, up on stage and recognize. I mean, it's it's a really nice big deal, and that's when the um, the brands that we that we actually purchase, but they work and and. Um, with the stores and and they recognize those stores that they believe do a really good job and we don't have to sell their product that's what's interesting they have a a jury of maybe 20 different brands each year maybe new ones and it's nice that you're not only recognized by your customers but by the industry it sort of brings it all full circle there for a small say it's a small store i mean what do you have maybe 12 hundred feet or something like that here? Yeah. Oh, I think we're a little more than that. I think it's about 2,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, Rebecca and I also won a, um, a trip last year. Rebecca and I. We won a trip to Paris. We went to Paris to the lingerie to the International show. Lingerie. I know. So that was really a nice recognition that, 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 was she, fabulous. that we received last year. So we got That's, to, That is good. How many employees do you guys have? We have eight. Okay. So that's... Uh, doesn't seem like it's going to be a huge, huge line about the personal service. And you said all of them are trained on how long does it take to train? Mm. We like to maintain a lot of ongoing education as well. But initial training takes usually about three months Mm -hmm, um, months. to get them familiar with uh, the product lines, with our philosophies about fit, uh, some of the technical issues that they might encounter. And we do a long period of um, shadowing so that they can be side by side with an experienced fitter, getting to know the customers and and working with them before we put them through a uh, broad fit test Mm -hmm. and um, send them for certification. And then they can pursue additional certifications in other specialty fields. Um, For example, nursing and maternity bras have their own program of training that we administer. For a lot of women, it's the first time they actually think about what a bra is supposed to do. So it's always nice to be a part of that moment in their lives. But going back on training, we actually um, just had um, an employee attend training for post-mastectomy also. So um, in Baltimore. So she just finished and went through mastectomy um, education. And again, um, we do some mastectomy fittings. It's not our specialty, but we like our staff to understand every aspect. Do you, do you guys compete with the internet at all? I mean, obviously you do to a certain degree. I mean, if, if you know, if I need a 36B, <laughs> I'm sure I can put that in Google and, or in uh, Amazon and have it to my door tomorrow, um, but it's not going not gonna to work out as well. But uh, has, has the internet really hurt you guys? I would think probably not. I mean, I think we have seen 
some impact in the way that women shop, um, which is why it's been really important to us to try and stay technically up to date and make sure that they understand that you can conveniently shop small. We do phone orders. We can do email orders. We can do web orders. We can help guide them through the selection so they don't have to go out into the wild, wild web and guess. You know, they can get that same level of service um, with us and access to an amazing array of products. Um, I mean, it is a crapshoot when you go out online. I mean, you don't know... A, who the seller is. I hate that on, I, I mean, I do some shopping on Amazon. You hate when you don't really know who it's, who's providing the ultimate product to you. I think it's, or where it came from. I yeah. think it's the same as to why we opened. You know, if a woman says she's a, you know, her fam- the famous is a 34 double D, which is never the case. I think the statistics show that it's somewhere between 85 and 90% of women are wearing the wrong size bra. And we definitely find that here, that that's the percent. So what's happening is the woman thinks that that's the size. She orders it. And, of course, she still has the same problem as when she went into the department store. It doesn't fit. She doesn't like it. It's poking her in certain places. She's coming out in other places or not filling it in another. And as we mentioned before, it's not really about size. Sometimes it's either the brand of the the item or it could be the shape of the item there's plunge bras and there's demi and there's full and there's and it depends on what shape the woman is as to what kind of bra style she's wearing which again is why it can you know it's one of those times when I said it's it's no wonder women are confused about their size it's it's not an easy product to fit which is why I think we're here we do it really well. Assuming that you guys all make, they all say don't make assumptions, but I'm, I'm assuming you make customer profiles as mm. far as, so I mean, if a woman comes in and has, you know, been fitted properly and absolutely falls in love with whatever bra she ultimately selects, that's something that if she needs another one that uh, she could call up or, as, she, as, as Rebecca said, email or maybe even go online and say, okay, um, I think that's another one of those. Yeah, I think that's what we really do well. We keep their information in, and it's not just their size; it's what what styles that they've done. So, if somebody comes in <clears throat> like a significant other and wants to get her a an item or a gift or a birthday present or anniversary present, we can go in and take a look at what she's purchased, so we can make sure to help that person get her the thing that's actually going to fit and won't get them in trouble. So, and yeah. she can do wish lists, so we'll know. I mean, there's some women that don't like certain colors. There's some that don't like, especially with panties. Women get very particular as to the style of of um, pant that she wants to wear, a panty she wants to wear. In fact, guys even say, wow, this was so easy. So we go, we, we, we want you to get big smiles when you get back and attaboys. So we're here That's to help you. You've got many years behind you. What's the, what's the future hold for Alamo Intimates? Ah, oh, exciting. So um, uh, we just... You finally get into the kayak business? Yeah, no, I know. I think kayaks, what is it, two, Rebecca, two sizes, three colors? Two sizes, it? three colors. Yeah, we should have done that, but... <laughs> Would have been way easier. <laughs> Actually, very, very excited. We're opening a second location. It's, Where? It's going to be Alamode Intimates at Fells Point. So um, we actually have a friend who has a very small lingerie shop in Fells Point right now. And she contacted us last year and said she was actually thinking, uh, she and her husband have 
getting a boat and heading down to the Caribbean. She needed to sell her shop, but she really... She didn't want to abandon her customers, which is, I think, something very um, interesting about this this type of business that we have, that we do feel this responsibility to our customers. I I was going to say, I see you totally, both of you two, you know, whenever the time comes, you know, to to sell or whatever, it's like, well, no, I I need to make sure my customers are left in good hands. Yes. That comes through pretty strongly and pretty clearly from you too. Yeah. Um, so, like- yeah, we're not handing the keys out to anyone. <laughs> yeah. And that's how um, our friend felt in Fells Point. She came to us and she just felt that it we could take it to the next level. She she knows us. She um, she wanted to leave it in good hands. We're really excited to be able to maintain her staff and keep her customers with the same level and hopefully even more than they've expected in the past. A little bit of a change of sign. and Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've told Rebecca I'm going to head up there for a little bit. And right, and I'm going to hold down the it. fort here. Um, okay. Keep things rolling. If you had one thing to say to anybody that's listening, one, a lady that's listening, mm-hmm. what, would you, what would it be? Bra shopping can be fun. <laughs> if you don't believe me, come find out. Yeah. Patty Platt and yes. Rebecca Ulrich Dodson. Thank you very much. Alamode Intimates, and it's Alamode Intimates with an S on the end. Mm-hmm. dot com. Uh, you can go onto the website, check out about all of their the way they work and about them, and you can see a little bit of the product that they offer. It is a beautiful showroom up front on the town center. You can park right in the uh, Target. It's actually a little bit closer down to um, Whole Foods. The Whole Foods is the closest one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Park right in the Whole Foods us. parking lot or the one across the street. It's mm-hmm. down toward the it's opposite the Gordon Beer side. Mm-hmm. And um, Halfway between Anthropology and Talbots. Mm-hmm. You said that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the phone. So where are you guys? Oh, yeah. That's one of the reasons we love it here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you guys very much for your time this morning. And congratulations on a fantastic run mostly here at the town center and thank you how exciting for a new run to start up in baltimore and Fels Point. yes Fells point good luck thank you thanks thanks for listening to this special podcast for i am annapolis please be sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news events and opinions and in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the I Am Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Hey, hey, hey.